Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio. That's Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'm, uh, I'm sitting behind a big microphone today. Uh, well, I guess they're all big microphones, aren't they? But they're, all, they're pretty big. They're all the same size. Yeah, yeah, the same. So, size. I'm sitting. No, no, the, no envy here. There you go. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, thank you. I'm sitting by the microphone on the left. You're sitting behind the microphone on the right. So, uh-huh. um, let me go around the room uh, real quick today and introduce you to uh, the co-host that uh, is always sitting here with me uh, on my right, the right hand man, the great, 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. How are you doing this week, sir? How are things going for you? Doing well. I, uh, I We were talking a little bit before we got on the air. Uh, oh, my back is killing me. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, I'm not doing the... Uh, you know the, the the manly work that you're doing. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing I'm doing more of the the, the administrator work. Uh-huh. But um, I got I got caught up in this uh, what do they call it? Five k a day for thirty days. You know, sucker. The, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's uh, it's good because still doing it. You know, and, and people half my age. Uh, you know, it's a, like a work challenge. Uh-huh. Um, uh, not hanging. You know, it's, just <laughs> not, it's a mindset. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly they right. don't have that mindset. Yep, yep. You know, and from the. From all the years in the military, I know that um, I will run until I die. That's that's when you stop running. You know, and, and then the DI is going to ask you to do a couple more laps. Exactly right. Exactly right. But there's others that uh, have never had the pleasure of that experience that mm-hmm. uh, their brain tells them they've had enough, so they think they've had enough, and they don't know they haven't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's uh, it's been good, and it, you know, woke up with a little bit of stiffness in parts of the back. Legs feel great. You know, oh, yeah. you know, oh, you know yeah. the uh, the aerobic parts going good. It's just the you know, the part I didn't expect is now telling me, uh, do you remember how old you are? Hey, we're <laughs> yeah. back here. Yeah. Just making sure you know we're here. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, hey, I'll, I'll normally sitting in on the left would be the uh, the courtroom assassin, the uh, legal ninja, uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell. And hey, listen, it's been a weird series of unfortunate events. He's had, what, deposition. He's had, uh, he's had court case. He's had client call. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week he just had vacation. <laughs> he needs a break. Yeah, this was planned. <laughs> this, this was planned. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully soon. We still, we're going to start, uh, I'm going to start pulling some more drops of him so we got him here, you know, so it's, it's <laughs> so we could just, just have him go, oh, boy. yes, <laughs> yes, things, things <laughs> like that. So, uh, hey, if you, uh, if you're listening to us live, uh, you'll see, if you're listening to us live on the, uh, on the, uh, on the old web stream, 
I had a question about this. this is why I'm going here. Um, the commercials seem to be different. The commercials are different from the live stream, from when you hear us on the radio, uh, or from when we do the when we throw the the radio show up on the podcast a couple days after. Yeah, it's to keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah, it's a little little bit little bit of different commercials uh, when we do when we do uh, the, the live. See, we're sitting in a studio right now, and it is three ten. Saturday afternoon as we sit here. Recording. Eastern time. Eastern time, yes. Now, there's many markets where we're live. Uh, you know, you're, you're listening to us in Pacific Northwest. We know you're, you're hearing us live up there. You're hearing us out in Texas and uh, Delaware. I believe you're an hour delay up in Delaware, but okay. many markets where we're live. There's many others where we are not. And uh, one of those markets where we're not live is the one we're sitting in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our home market. We're, right. we're delayed by a day. Yeah, that one, yeah, it's a, a delay plus, a day plus five hours. So we come yeah. out at eight, yeah. 8 o'clock Sunday nights. Which is nice because we go up against our friend uh, Mr. Mark Walters at <laughs> Army American Radio. So. Slap him around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And so when when the commercial, in fact, hold on a second here. Let me bring on. Let me bring on Tom. Tom is our. Um, Tom is our. Uh, Tom, I don't want to screw up the word here. Is is it producer? Is it board operator? What's the proper term? We'll go with producer. That's Pro- producer. That's that sounds, sounds more makes official. me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The, general, there you go. the generally accepted. Let me. You know what? Hold, let, me, let me introduce everybody to Tom. It's a little behind the scenes here, uh, but. Tom's been, Tom, we've been almost three years with this station now, I think. That's something, huh? Yeah. (laughs) You tired of us yet? No, not yet. (laughs) Three years. Once a week I can take. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. Three years here, two years of station before. We're coming up on our fifth anniversary here in the next uh, next two months, two, two, three months. So, Um, uh, Tom, you've been in radio a little while. Yep. Um, And let me, let me, let me, let me give, uh, you know, props where where they're deserved. You're you're a Vietnam veteran. Yes, I are. And uh, you, you did some radio there in Vietnam. I did. What did you do uh, in, in the radio world in Vietnam, getting started way back when? Oh, geez. Uh, this, this would have been 69, 70. I was a program director for one of their stations in Nha Trang. We were based on Huntre Island in the Bay of Nha Trang. We had, I worked uh, radio from noon to, th- noon to uh, 6, dinner hour, and then TV from 7 to 1. So in Vietnam, I got to sleep into about 11 a.m. Now, that's pretty <laughs> darn good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, so... Lots of radio experience, and you've done everything since then. You've gone all the way to the top, and now you're sitting here in semi-retirement watching us clowns. That's right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> uh, well, 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 thank you. And, and, and listen, Tom's a great guy. He told me how old he was when we first started this, and I was like, stop lying. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. There's no way. There's no way. You know, you, you, Kevin. You're, you're speaking about drill sergeants, drill instructors yes. before? Yes. I still find it hard to believe that my old drill instructor at Fort Dix, New Jersey, is now pushing 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some drill sergeant stories, and they all scare me. So I don't. <laughs> Still, I'm not looking. I'm not looking to talk about and, them. And, and the funny thing that I like about your stories is now you outrank them. Yes, but you they, still, they re- still reflex me. and you yeah. snap too. And they still scare me. Still scare me. Um, well, what you're hearing, what you're hearing, radio, and this is why I asked Tom to come on. Um, as we sit here sending this out, Tom, you're feeding commercials in to fill the gaps and to. Uh, you know, it's a lot of PSAs. It's a lot of government stuff that, that, that gets put in there. Right. We, we, we fill the time whether the local stage affiliate carries it or not. So, so folks, like, in the way that the, way the program works, if you're, you're listening to us right now in, in Seattle, I, you know, I know you are, um, you're going to hear our commercials, Arms Room Sponsor commercials, uh, during one set of breaks. And the next set of breaks, you're going to hear your local Seattle commercials that they're, they're, they're putting on during our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, listen, they, they, 
a lot of stations put good commercials on during our show because we, we got a decent draw. We got you know people like you know, we're up to 17, 18 people now. So you know, all right, those, those, we're in double digits. Those, those people, those people listen. But when I'm recording the program here, I'm recording what Tom's feeding into us to fill the gaps, and most of those are PSAs. Uh-huh. Um, I do go back and edit some out, and then I also edit in some of our uh, our digital commercials for our sponsors that that want to be heard uh, you know, additionally more on the internet feed. Right. Um, so that's why there's three sets of different commercials, just to give you a little little behind the scenes. Um, but, but, but thank you, Tom, and uh, you know for, sure. for for everything. Um, so there you go, a little 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 behind the scenes here at the, at the Arms Room Radio. Um, listen, we got uh, we got some great show coming up for you. Let me see. We got some we got some cool topics. We, I want to cover suppressors. We we're going to talk about suppressors last week, and we just ran ran out of time. Um, we've got some uh, we got some stuff. I want to talk to you about some uh, things out of Venezuela. We've got some Washington State issues uh, that we're gonna we're gonna be bringing up. Um, Major Bill's got another winner of a story for us. <laughs> got another oh winner of a story for us. I, uh, I don't think this one happened in Florida, but I'm pretty sure Florida man was there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure he was there. Um, this hour at three uh, thirty, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Craig! Will be us, so we'll have Craig on the program. Uh, we've got Major Bill at the bottom of next hour when we do the uh, Fallen Hero segment. So, hey, stick around. We got a great show coming up for you. Uh, until then, we're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Hey folks, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, don't forget, if you want to get a hold of us, there's a couple different ways. The best way is uh, you go right there on the Facebook. Go to armsroom.com. No, I always mess that up. Go to facebook.com slash armsroomradio. There you go. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. You can, uh, you can send me the tweets at, uh, at armsroommike. Send them to Earl at... At armsroomearl. And uh, you, can, you can reach out to either one of us there. We'll try to... We try to look at everything while we can, but, uh, you know, there's only... There's only so many video monitors we can have up and, uh, and not be totally distracted. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So, uh, stats, I, I, you know, it's been pointed out that I haven't given the stats in the last two, three weeks. So, I, I, need, I, need to give, I need to give some statistics. How are we doing in Vietnam? Uh, you know what? Let's see. Let's see if we, uh, I don't think we have any, not, not Vietnam. We didn't get, Vietnam did not hit the top 10 this week. What? This, this week's top 10, number one. Uh-huh. Number one, the United States. Thank you, United Yay! States. Hanging in there, number one. Back to back World War champs. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Uh, number two is the UK, and three Germany, four France, five Netherlands. Wow, we rounded out the, the European uh, Union there rather nicely. Yeah. Uh, they're, or, they're, they're just envious. Yeah, yeah true, true, true. Uh, Netherlands, we said Netherlands number five. Uh, then we got uh, down to Brazil. Brazil. We're in Brazil, and Turkey coming okay. up there. Uh, Egypt popping up in the uh, top 10. And the last one on the top 10 here, hanging in there strong, Cambodia. Thank you, Cambodia. Ah, okay. Thank you, Cambodia, okay. for listening listening to us. Let's see. We've got a couple others, you know, as interesting ones as we go down. Uh, Australia listening in. And uh, Azerbaijan. Azerba- Azerbaijan. Really? Yeah. yeah so okay. we got Azer- Azerbaijan listening in to us. So thank you. Thank you for listening to us from all of these countries. Let's see cities. What do we got for cities going on here? We've got some great cities going in. 
Know, top top city, top city. You're not gonna. This is this is a surprise for me. I love to see this. Top city, Chicago. <laughs> top city is Chicago. Wow, Chicago. And then uh, we listen. We a lot of times on here when I look through these stats, it's it's cities that we we have radio stations that we're on. Uh-huh. Um, and what what ends up happening is people that for whatever reason can't catch their the live broadcast or when we air on that station. We'll, we'll come, you know, later in the week to, to pick, it, pick it up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these are, are places that we know we're, we're, we're on the air. Uh, you know, I know we're on in the, the Chicago area. I haven't nailed down which station, though, yet. Okay. That's one of those ones that are playing us off the satellite. But, like, here, Seattle, Denver, uh, you know, Everett, Washington, uh, where we got to Houston, Texas, Piscataway, New Jersey. We know we're playing on the radios in those, in those areas. So when, we see, when I see other ones like Cleveland, Ohio, I didn't know Cleveland, Ohio. I don't think Cleveland, Ohio has one of our affiliates. So it's nice to see big numbers in Cleveland. So welcome, Cleveland. Welcome, Cleveland. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right there. Yeah. yeah. Go Indians. My favorite movie baseball team ever. <laughs> the Cleveland Indians right there. Just a bit outside. Dang it. Harry Doyle. It. Yep. That's it. So uh, I wanted to talk to you about Washington. We're going to talk to you about uh, what's going on in Washington State. Now, we... we we typically have a lot of news that comes out of there since the you know the the I sixteen thirty nine and I'm saying most of it tends to lean a little bit towards the bad side of news. yeah yeah it's 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 never it's never a, a great story where it's uh, this just happened positively you know we've yeah. got a new law to reverse that no this is this is all in response to the sixteen thirty nine fiasco for those that don't know they're you know just joining us the I sixteen thirty nine out of Washington State was a was a, a ballot initiative mm-hmm. that. Uh, Let's see. First off, it, uh, the ballot initiative was bad. Uh, it, was, it was not done in the proper format. It was not done uh, in the proper legalese. And when it was taken before, a, 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 I think it was a circuit judge there in Washington, the circuit judge agreed and said this ballot initiative is no good, cannot go on. Well, then a month later, I think it was, they got it to, to the Supreme Court in Washington, which is a very liberal-leaning Supreme Court in, mm, in the state of Washington. Okay. And they said... Well, we know it's bad, but it's what the people want, so we're going to let it go. <laughs> so it, it, okay. it, it got passed. Yeah. It Sounds is, like it got uh, railroaded. Exactly there. right. It's railroaded through. It, it basically, folks, is uh, every, every bad thing you've ever heard about gun laws. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, everybody gets a background check. We, I know we discussed last week where, uh, Earl, if you, if you and I were at the, you know, the range and you wanted to show me your rifle, you couldn't. Um, right. If you had a, a friend who was in danger and you were going to loan them a firearm... And you know who you've known them your whole life. Mm-hmm. You couldn't loan it to them, right? Um, this makes it difficult for many, many legal reasons to to have I don't know a private transaction, you, you know, to, to conduct your own business. You know, you know, just like if you were selling any anything else, any other piece of property. Obviously, we know gun owners are responsible for the most part. You know, and when I say for the most part, the ones I'm not counting in there are the criminal gun owners. Yeah. You know, I, I got this one I bought on the street corner for 50 bucks. I scratched the serial numbers off. I, I broke into a car and I got it. They're not paying attention to the laws anyway, yeah, folks. No. Uh-uh. The only ones that the, the, this law affects are the law-abiding citizens because they want to stay law-abiding citizens. Yeah. Well, at least 20 county sheriffs in Washington state, that's more than half of the state now. Okay. More than half of the state publicly, publicly refusing to police these new gun laws. Wow. Several county governments also passed local resolutions officially opposing enforcement of the laws. Moves may pose a significant threat to Washington's ambitious agenda on firearms reform, and some activists say it's beginning to resemble a full-scale constitutionalist revolt against gun control. Nice. Yeah. Grassroots movement. This is, this is exactly what is needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, they're, they're doing this the right way, and like you said, grassroots, this is not... Um, 
This is not a violent encounter by any means. They're really showing what the people want. Exactly right. Exactly right. This growing number of sheriffs, almost all in the rural counties, publicly stated they will not or believe they can, cannot enforce those provisions of I-1639. It's, well, it's also, of course, the assault weapon ban. And yeah. you know what's an assault weapon? A uh, machine gun. Yeah, every, yeah well, what, what really is an assault weapon? That's exactly right. Assault weapons are actually military machine guns mm-hmm. uh, or machine guns that are owned via the National Firearms Act by private citizens because you can own one. Yes. You, you can. Um, when they say assault weapons here, though, they're talking about, you know, a Ruger 1022 with a 20-round magazine. Yeah. That's an assault yeah. weapon. That's an assault weapon. They, they've made these positions known uh, in written statements, local media reports, uh, you know, social media, whatever it happens to be. Uh, one in uh, Klickitat County, Sheriff Bob Songer, said that they would not only not enforce the laws, but would consider preventing other agencies from doing so in their counties. Nice. Now, for the most part, uh, that, and this that's, is... That's going to be a... a jurisdiction oh, yeah, uh, yeah. fiasco. Exactly that right. I, 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 you bring the popcorn, I'll bring the chairs so yeah. we can sit in the front row. Depending on how their state constitution is written, and I have to, mm-hmm. take, I have to take a look at it, but uh, in the South and many out West, the sheriff is the chief law enforcement officer of the county. Uh, let's, let's go, for instance, uh, uh, Georgia, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, Florida. Uh-huh. The sheriff, all other police departments in that jurisdiction exist with the sheriff's approval. Even if the sheriff's office uh, uh, has only 100 deputies, okay, and the local police department is 900, let's say there's a big city right in the middle right. of a rural county, right? that police department exists, if it's written that way under the state constitution, with the authority of that sheriff. They, that he is the chief law enforcement officer of the county. Okay. When you hear, when we talked about the, uh, the National Firearms Act, the CLEO, the chief law enforcement officer, mm-hmm. that's what the sheriff is. I'm pretty sure it's that way out in the, in the West, folks. Uh, you know, hit, hit me up. Go to go to the go to the Facebook page. Let us know if we're wrong. Uh, guide us in the right direction. We'll get it corrected here before the end of the show. But if the sheriff out there says, "Hey, police department, I believe this law is unconstitutional," and I can't tell you who you can't arrest, but you're not bringing them to my jail because I control the jail. Ah, okay. Uh, and uh, you have no other. You have no authority to house a prisoner. And by the way, that whole agreement where I say it's okay for you to have a police department, if I know you're committing unconstitutional acts, we may have to re-examine that. Yeah, yeah. So that's where these sheriffs, uh, you know, are, are starting to flex a little uh, constitutional muscle. There you go. That's what they're doing, because they are a constitutional official, sheriffs. For the most part, there are some states where sheriffs are appointed. Uh, New York has some sheriffs, uh, that like the city of New York. Okay. Has, has, New York City has a sheriff. What? They they That's serve they, they serve like writs and subpoenas like like process service kind of stuff. Oh, okay, but they have a sheriff in New York, huh. New York City sheriff. So, New York City. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Now, another group, including Spokane County Sheriff Ozzy Knezovich, has argued that the law as it stands is so vague there's nothing to enforce. Now that's, that's a big town, Spokane. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you've got uh, other ones that say, listen. There's, there's legal challenges going on between the NRA and our good friends over at the Second Amendment Foundation, and these may or may not be constitutional, but we're not going to enforce it until we know for sure. Yeah. We're, we're not going out there and throwing cuffs on people for something that made it through on a constitutional ballot initiative that may or not have been legal. Yeah, yeah. That, <clears throat> excuse me. If, if anything, it sounds, I mean, I like to think of it as, for lack of a better word, a pro-gun situation. Yeah. Yep. But it also could be the officers or the sheriffs simply not wanting to get into a legal nightmare. Exactly you know, right. Oh, well, yeah, we arrested the wrong person for the wrong thing. Exactly right. Exactly right. Folks, 
if you're out of Washington State, stay fighting. If you're out, if you're somewhere else, you got to know what's going on because this is what they're going to try and roll out in your town next. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, just reading through some of the messages during the break, saying hello to uh, Vernon in Virginia. Vernon in Virginia is listening. Hey, Vernon. We got some Virginia peoples. Got some Virginia peoples. He looks good looking by his, uh, his name on here. He looks like he's one of them Cajun types. So right, we, we, we'll, be, we'll be nice to Cajun today. We'll be nice to Cajun. So uh, um, on the line with us, we have, the, we have, uh, we have a good friend. In fact, uh, our, last time I think I saw uh, Craig Deleuze. Uh, Craig, you're with us there. I most definitely am. Craig, I think the last time I saw you was when we, you were wearing your Firearms Policy Coalition hat out there at SHOT Show. Um, is, I think that's last time. We've talked since then. Haven't we talked since then? That's a month ago now. Uh, you know, on the radio, I do not believe so. I believe, uh, I believe this is our first time since then. Well, there we go. That's, that's, that's my bad. And, and uh, again, you were out there, uh, you, were, you were repping FPC at, uh, at that point, but that's not the only thing you do. Nope, not the only thing I do. I actually, uh, I actually do other, other media and commentary, uh, do communications for a couple of other groups, and then in the process of taking over another pro-Second Amendment conservative news website called 2adews.us. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be uh, relaunching here in the next week or so. And I, nice. think, I think that's, unless you've, you've, you've changed it, I think, you could, I think that's up right now so you could see the format, basically. It's some older information right. on there, but it's still, it's still there. I know, I know we talked about that earlier in the week, and then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, it's going to be phenomenal. I've got, you know, what's been great is, is I've been reaching out and I've gotten a number of folks from across the 2A community who are going to be contributing the Polite Society podcast, 
Uh, I've been talking with uh, Riding Shotgun with Charlie, Charlie Cook, right, right, Maj Ture, yep. Mick Hector, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, Armed Room Radio as well. I think, I think, uh, I think we worked that out. I think that's working. I think that's happening. I think that's good. <laughs> so uh, we should, we should be all right there. So yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that. I, you know, always looking for more avenues and and good places to, um, uh, you know, to spread the word. You know, to, you know, the the more the merrier. That and that that is exactly my mentality, my thought process. Uh, it, yeah, so everything like like mine's right there. Like mine. <laughs> I said, just don't 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 leave us together too long, though, because then we're doing <laughs> then we're doing silly stuff. It's crazy things are going on. Uh, well, as, it's like when we do booze with the lose. It's like you know you that the best one usually to watch is the last one that we record. Oh man, that's the one you have to question whether or not we should actually get it or not. <laughs> I, I I I just I want to say that. Um, I watched the last one we did, uh, and, and I, you know, Craig let me co-host with him out there when we mm-hmm. were doing uh, Booze with the Lose, and, uh, and I thought it was great. And then somebody during the week told me that I did two more after that. <laughs> and that you don't remember? Um, I'm just going to say I was tired. That's uh, all I was huh. because, because I watched them, and um, I was like, I, I seemed pretty Alert, <laughs> pretty good. There's no stumbling, no wobbling. So I'm just going to give it up to tired because, we, I mean, listen, that was the first night. That's pretty much the kickoff of of Shot Show, uh, and and I'd been uh, you know traveling. Remember, I had my ordeal with uh, Frontier Airlines, you know, mm-hmm. sending me all around the country. So by the time I'm sitting there with Craig at Booze with Deleuze, I'm up you know, you know 48 hours you know, at that point. So uh, and I, I thought it went well, and and I thought the videos went well, and we all had a good time. So I I. I Thank you and appreciate you uh, asking me to sit with you there. I appreciate I appreciate having you. You are you are a natural, <laughs> although you do have a face for radio. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You you could you could tell I wasn't wearing a clean shirt on on that video. <laughs> uh, I think it was my travel shirt. It was my travel shirt. It was like a roomy, baggy, Under Armour kind of style <laughs> shirt. It wasn't something that when I planned going there, like, oh, I'm going to be on video. <laughs> you know, it's, I should wear something it with a collar. Probably, it was probably a snug fit when you put it on, huh? Yeah, it was. It was. Yep, yep, yep. Not after that, though. <laughs> uh, so, Craig, tell us, tell us what's going on. We've got some, you've got some stuff you're, you're, you are involved in that we do want to get some updates from you on. Well, yeah, you know, one of the things that uh, it's important to notice is obviously – you know, federal legislation is starting to move. And, uh, you know, one of the big things that happened this last week, probably I know this, H.R. 8, which is Universal Background Checks, actually wound up passing out of the House of Representatives. And the thing that was frustrating about it is, you know, just number one is the fact that, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm believing that this isn't going to go anywhere. You know, but right. in the Senate, you never know, because the biggest challenge you've got is that you've got some of these folks out there who are, who say that they're pro-Second Amendment, who are in the Republican Party, and yet it still decide, well, okay, well, this isn't really gun control. You know, even though we all know it's a, it's a background, it's a, it's a way in which for them to, backhanded way in which for them to register firearms. Uh, we right. all know this is what their ultimate goal is, right. uh, leading to confiscation. But then you get Republicans like, uh, well, you get Republicans like Peter King, Brian Fitzpatrick out of uh, Pennsylvania, Brian Mast out of Florida. I yeah. Make sure I pointed him out yep. to you guys. Yeah, Thank unfortunately. You, uh, you got uh, Mario Diaz Ballard oh, out yeah. of Florida. Yep. And the one that's a shocker for the crap out of me is William Hurd out of Texas, a Republican out of Texas, voted for universal background checks. But you know, you've got about eight representatives who wound up voting Republican 
house, who wound up voting for this legislation. And the worst part about it is it gives them the ability to put this, quote-unquote, bipartisan label uh, right. on, yeah. particular, on, on this thing. Yep. Um, it, it, right now it's in the Senate, and I, I'm, I'm believing we have to do everything that we can to make sure that McConnell does, kill, does what he can to kill this measure. Listen, if there's one thing McConnell is good at doing, and that's nothing. And if he does nothing here, it won't come to a vote. You know, it's, uh, you know, and if it does, he, he, he's got the senatorial numbers there. Uh, you know, and even if, if this, and I'm not trying to give you false hope, folks, but if, if this, even if, if this passes, it, it's, it's, there would have to be a lot of dissent to get the supermajority needed to, to be able to, uh, uh, combat the veto that President Trump has promised this bill. There's, there's, right. yeah, there's. I mean, but even, even he, even President Trump has said we need to do something about background checks. Right. And, you know, he's just got, he's got now he's got a new uh, Attorney General who's, uh, who's supported, uh, oh, who's broadly supported red flag laws. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the thing is, is I guess here's the thing I'm trying. I'm not trying to tell people that. President Trump isn't going to have our backs. I'm not trying to tell people that Republicans in the Senate aren't going to have our backs. I'm saying we cannot take it for granted. We cannot just assume that they're going to do the right thing. They need to know how we feel about this. Absolutely agree with you. 100% agree with you. Yeah. And listen, if you don't, uh, we, you know, again, we got we got a number of clowns in the uh, in the Congress. Uh, you know, some rhinos that decided that uh, you know gun control was how they wanted to vote this time. So. You know, right. they need to know. You need to let them know as well. Even though they voted on this one, they need to know for the next one. Because guess what they got coming right. up here and, you know, in, in 2020? Their re-elections. Well, it, it, exactly. I mean, and, you know, you've also got, uh, you've also got legislation like, uh, uh, like uh, uh, House Resolution H.R. Uh, 717, which yes. is actually going to uh, ban Americans, uh, adults, law-abiding adults. Uh, under the age of 21, from being able to uh, from being able to purchase a firearm, right. or in this case, a long gun. Um, and President Trump was in. President Trump has already said this is something that he wants to do. Right. At least he said in the past. I don't know if he'd actually sign it if it got to his desk. But having said that, that means that there are people, Republicans in the Senate, who are more than willing, or who may be willing, to sign this. They need to know. See, a lot of times people think that well, you know. If, if, you know, if the president's behind it, well, then it must be conservative. No, not necessarily, or it must be pro-gun. And that's not necessarily so our representatives need to hear from us. Once again, these are, you know, at the age of 18, you are legal for, you are legally liable, both criminally and civilly, for the decisions that you make. Correct. As an adult. Yes. You can be handed, you can be handed a rifle, you can be sent off to another country to defend your country, but you can't use a rifle to be able to defend Yourself, your home, or your family, which is ridiculous. Uh, I, we, exactly, this is it is utterly ridiculous for a constitutionally enumerated right to be to be limited like this. So, um, so we're once again, we've got to. This is something that we've got to make sure that we speak to our representatives about. Yeah, that yeah. we make sure that our senators, uh, our, our uh, in this case, our, our, our Congress people, know that this is not something that's acceptable. Exactly right, Craig. We're coming up on the on the end of the segment here. What's What's the way people follow what you're doing? Okay, well, the work, this particular work, you, you throw something, you go to firearmspolicy.org forward slash actions, and you'll find all of the bills. You'll find tons of bills from tons of different states. You can actually look up your state 
and find all of the gun bills that are, that are currently up, and if you'll have an ability to be able to send information or send your uh, make your voice heard on those bills in your state as well as the federal bill. So there's that. Uh, look for 2anews.us to be uh, to be fully relaunched here in the next week. Uh, but we encourage you also go to the Facebook page, uh, 2A News, uh, 2anews.us. Go there. Exactly. Uh, you can also like us as well. Craig, thanks for joining us. Please continue to fight the fight, and we'll talk to you soon. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank our last guest, last segment, Mr. Craig DeLuz. Mr. Craig DeLuz on there. He, you know, he's uh, he reps Firearm Policy Coalition. He's also involved in. Many other organizations where he's uh, he's uh, the voice, the face, 
I, you know, I, I, I like my coffee with Craig. Yeah. I get my coffee with Craig. Uh, you know, so go check them out on Facebook. In fact, from, it's from the, the firearms policy page that you can get to the coffee with Craig, or you just go to YouTube and look for coffee with Craig and you can, you can find him there as well. Uh, out of Washington state, this, I'm sorry. We talked to you about Washington State with the I-1639 earlier in the program. Uh-huh. One of the issues they had there was uh, they, have, they have Class 3 issues. They have suppressor issues. They have short-barrel rifles. They have short-barrel shotguns. All kinds of issues out there with, with them. They're not allowed to do certain things, even though the federal government says it's okay for them to do that. Right. Um, what we've seen now uh, with, with suppressors, remember we had the Hearing Protection Act that, uh, that never, never came to the floor in, uh, you know, or, you know, for the vote in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It, um, it's a shame. I'm sorry. It never came to the floor in the, in the House. The House never passed it. Right. Um, you know, that was under uh, Paul Ryan's watch there. So now we have eight attorney, attorneys general, the state's attorneys general, saying to the Supreme Court, listen, the Second Amendment protects suppressors also. Nice. Earl, I'm going I'm I'm to hand it off to you. Give, give everybody the 30-second lesson. What's a suppressor? Why are they called suppressors? What are, what are suppressors? Simply put, a suppressor is a muffler, like on your car, for your firearm. They can be both for handguns and long guns. Uh, Suppressor is a more accurate term than the common nomenclature. Everybody knows it as a silencer. Right, right. Call it a suppressor rather than a silencer because it doesn't silence a gunshot. It only suppresses it. And simply put, everything you see on TV and movies... (laughs) is not real. It's crap, folks. Yeah. It's crap. I mean, you know, we, we joke around <laughs> that, you know, now nowadays it's, you know, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. That's what you hear on, on TV and movie? No. It, 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 standing next to someone, you're still going to know the firearm is being shot. It is going to be a much, much quieter uh, sound. And the, the biggest aspect of it is you don't need hearing protection. Right, right. All, all good quality, uh, regardless of brand name, if it's a good quality one, you, you, it'll suppress even up to a 50 BMG. Yeah. Where you, well, 50 BMG, that's going to be tough. You're, you're going to need minimal, minimal uh, hearing protection for that. Right. But your standard 556 are the standard yeah. uh, long gun, I'm going to say, yeah. and then almost all... Handgun yes. calibers, yes. you yes. can find a good quality suppressor and not need hearing protection. It, um, you, you, again, so, so the, the name is the same. In fact, the patent was when he did and the initial Hir- patent. Hiram Maxim did patent it as a silencer. As a silencer. Now, we were talking about much lower blast back then. It was old black powder. Yeah. It wasn't as mm-hmm. loud. There wasn't the, there wasn't the, remember you're shooting 45s and uh, you know, things like that. And the 45 long cold. And the, right. Uh, you know, so you didn't have the supersonic crack. Right. Uh, so it, it did silence much more back then. I, now, no, 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 not so much, not so much. It, it just gets you to the point where you, if you didn't have it on, hopefully you won't be getting permanent hearing damage immediately. Right. Yeah. It takes you to that sustainable level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Amendment activist Joseph Gabriel of Littletown, Colorado, gathered with other activists in support of gun ownership to show lawmakers uh, that, listen, calling for tougher gun legislation after, after the Aurora, Colorado shooting. This, was, this has been going on for a while. Now we have seven other attorneys general from Arkansas, Idaho, Louisiana, Montana, South Carolina, Texas, and Utah. 
Those are some pretty constitution-loving states right there. Yeah. Uh They're asking the Supreme Court to review, Supreme Court of the United States, to review a case, the United States Court of Appeals of the Tenth Circuit decision that held that firearm accessories fall outside the scope of Second Amendment protections. Now, here's where we we ended up with this this, this weird definition part, like we've talked about. A suppressor under state laws by itself and own definition is not a firearm. Right. Firearms are generally defined as something that expels a projectile through the means of an explosion. Correct. Okay. A suppressor doesn't do that. Nope. But under federal guidelines, it's a firearm. It's a controlled item under the National Firearms Act. Mm-hmm. So is it or isn't it? That's a good question. But all, all depends on which court you're standing correct. in. Correct. And that's what these... These uh, these uh, these uh, attorneys general want to know. They want the Supreme Court to say, "Listen, this is an integral part of a firearm when attached to the firearm. This is not a pistol grip. This is not a bump stock. No. This this is something that is is, is already extremely regulated. You know, through the National Firearms Act. You know, if you want one of these, you got to you got to give the government a two hundred dollar fee. Mm-hmm. You know, get a tax stamp. Yeah. So you can you can own one of these. And by the way, folks, and, uh, I believe it's. Try to remember off the top of my head. Uh, it's thirty-seven. I think it's thirty-seven states that suppressors are hundred percent legal in. You just have to do the paperwork with the federal government and with your dealer. Yes. Uh, in many states, they're legal to hunt with. Yes. You know, and what? Florida became uh, was added to that list a few years ago. Now, good friend of ours was the first one to take legally yes. take a deer it, with a uh, or take any game with a suppressor when yep. it, when it went into effect. Yep. It is it is quite possible because uh, I remember the the vote was going up. On a, uh, it was going to be on a Friday, yep. and he was he was a coworker, yep. and he was taking time off from work and heading out. And it was that Friday afternoon when I found out that it was passed. I sent him a quick text. Yep, didn't get any response from him, but you know, no telling, no service or anything yep. like that. Or he's got other things that he's wanting to be involved with. And I think it was about, Saturday morning about eight a.m. Yeah, I was going to say like quarter quarter <laughs> yeah. to eight. Yeah. He sends me a photo of a deer. Yep. On the ground with his suppressed rifle, and then yep. he commented, "Yeah, I, I was hoping yep. and thinking that it was going to go, so I brought it with me." Yep. So he, and he, he got it done. So listen, they're they're good for hunting because um, uh, you're you're out there, you're listening to the quiet, you're waiting for mm-hmm. the deer. But now, right before the deer, before you shoot, I want you to go in your bag, get your hearing protection, put it on your head. Don't scare the deer away. Make it happen. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it just it doesn't work. It saves the hunter's ears. Uh, it's it's it actually if you're out there culling the herd, it gives you the opportunity to get on the second animal, you know, because yes. it's, it's not the deafening uh, um, sound of uh, the, the breaking the sound barrier, you know, the, the, that, that, the sonic boom crack. And the animals don't respond as bad to the lighter noises because they happen in nature. Sonic yep. booms don't happen in nature, so they react to that. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, t- the Tenth Circuit specifically ruled that Jeremy Kettler, could not be granted relief for being trapped between federal law and Kansas law regarding the possession of this unregistered firearm possession. Now, it's unregistered because he made it himself. Okay. Because you're allowed to make things yourself. Right. Uh, they, they reached the fi- their finding in part by ruling that suppressors are not protected under D.C. versus Heller because they are not bearable. Bearable being carryable, put onto a firearm, bearable. You, know, you, you don't have the right to bear them. Oh, okay. Uh, the Tenth Circuit explained... Silencer is a firearm accessory. It's not a weapon in itself, which we know under federal guidelines is incorrect. 
but under Kansas guidelines, it would be correct. Okay. So this this yeah, is where this is, is where the, we're going. The, this is why we we pay lawyers like Kevin. <laughs> yeah, right, Here, right. figure this out. Right. I'm confused. So so this is this is what's going on. They're they're, they're trying to get trying to get the, the Supreme Court to say that this is a firearm or, or it's a firearm accessory, whatever it is, that it's protected under the Second Amendment. They want them to say, and it, really all you have to do is read the National Firearms Act, which the Supreme Court has already ruled uh, you know, is, is, a, is a legitimate act. There's, there's no constitutional violations within it. So they're, they're pretty much just rereading what they already wrote. And they're putting it down in a, in a new decision. So, hey, I wonder if this will work for the Constitution. <laughs> Reread it. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we'll see. You know, we've got uh, we've got a uh, we've got a, a decent, you know, uh, you know, conservative court at this point. Uh, you know, it just depends on swing vote Roberts at this point. But um, you, you know, who knows? They're asking, and, and hopefully, it gets done. Uh, hey, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. We've got more show coming up for you after the break. Uh, listen, it's a, you know, take, take you some time, uh, you know, get, you, get you a nice, uh, a nice beverage, uh, maybe do some stretching, uh, drink water, do whatever you have to do. Drink but water! Uh, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, Concealed Carry. 
gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Hey, on my right is my co-host today, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Earl, I'm rushing through this a little bit quicker. Well, I'm not rushing. There's no collusion <laughs> over here. I'm going through this a little faster than normal because... We have a surprise caller, but uh, let me let me give Kevin his props, even though he's not here. He's he is still a paying customer. Uh, Kevin Maxwell would normally be with us, the chief legal advisor <laughs> to the Arms Room Radio program. So he's not here. He, he, folks, we told you he's got his vacation this week. We should have Kevin back with us shortly. But we do have on the line the chief surgeon of Arms Room Radio, John. 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 Dr. John Adine, welcome back to the program, sir. John, you're on. <laughs> yeah, I can hear I can hear you now, but I can't hear Mike. Okay. So I'm I'm not that I good anyway. I'm hey, not that good anyway. So Don't I'm worry on about my it. way dry. I just drove driving south of Austin. It was at the Texas State Rifle Association meeting today. And uh, John Cornyn and uh, Ted Cruz were both uh, guest speakers. And uh, one of the questions that they were asked is, you know, what's going to happen with HR 8 and HR 1112? And they both agreed that it's not going, not going anywhere in the Senate. So, you know, the um, the guys in the House can can bluster all they want about, you know, passing these bills, but they're never going to become law. Not, not only that, but you know, the president also said he's not going to sign them. So. Nothing's going to happen with those laws. I just wanted to let everybody know about that. No, we appreciate that. But, um, folks, if you're, if you're just tuned in, we were talking about this last hour with Mr. Craig Deleuze, that the problem yeah. was, you know, what's going to happen in the Senate? We had some, we had some people cross over on, on the, uh, in the House of Representatives. Was that going to happen in the Senate? Uh, Dr. John was listening to the program and, uh, and, and, and giving us the, the update. He just got straight from the mouths of the two Texas senators. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with you know, they're going to just tell McConnell, don't even, you know, it's not even going to come up to a vote. It's not going to, you know, it's just going to, they're going to sit on it like they did with uh, with uh, concealed carry reciprocity, unfortunately. Right, right, right. You know, and, and I, 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 um, I wanted to ask them, you know, what happened? You know, why did reciprocity not even come up for a vote? And I think it had to do with the fact that, they're, that you know, because of the filibuster rule, they had to get 60 votes. Right. And that means that, you know, like seven Democrats would have to vote for it, and that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, the, all this poli the politics stuff, now why don't we make them vote? Make them go on the record. I mean, that's right. the thing. Even if it's, you know it's not going to pass, I think it's worthwhile having the votes to put them on the record so that you can, you know, hold that against them in the next election. You know, so uh, I'm not sure, you know, the strategy involved, you know, I'm not a, a senator, but I can tell you that, uh, putting the screws to your opponents is, is definitely the way to go. And I also asked them about uh, the red flag law that uh, Marco Rubio 
proposed, and they don't think that's going to go anywhere either. So hopefully uh, we can avoid all these bullets. Uh, I don't think that, the, you know, with the Republicans in charge of the Senate, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Yeah, you know, it's we've we've got the we've got these Democrats there in the House spinning their wheels, you know, wasting government's time. You know, they they know it's not going to go anywhere, but they, you know, well, we we've seen it in the past when there's a Democrat in the House and Republicans control the Senate or the House, they try to govern. When it's the opposite, and there's a Republican in the House and the Democrats control the House or the Senate, they try to impeach the president. You know, that's it's rather than govern, rather than try and you know get things done for the people, they try to obstruct, and that's what we're seeing. Right. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it is, is uh, playing to their base. Um, you know, the, the Democrats, they're moving farther and farther to the left. And, and, and uh, you know, both uh, Ted Cruz and John Cornyn talked about this, that, you know, the, the, the Democrats are, are moving far, far left. And, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with Bloomberg money. You know, that's my right. opinion. That, uh, you know, if, if Bloomberg uh, says we want you to do this, then they're going to, you know, they're going to do that because Bloomberg's going to give them money. They also talked about the, the amount of money that was spent on the Texas Senate race and that they were, they were um, outspent, I think, three to one. Sure, with, and, uh, with uh, Beto John O'Rourke Cornyn, there, yeah. Guess, yeah. Yeah, and John Cornyn is up uh, in 2020 for, right. for uh, election, and he thinks that there's going to be $20 million spent on that election by the, by the left. Yeah, I've, I've so, already seen that Beto O'Rourke said he's going to run for that seat now. Yeah, well... I would not call him Beto O'Rourke. I would call him Robert Francis O'Rourke. There you go. There you, you go. Know, when you look, <laughs> when you look at at the Columbia University yearbook from the year he graduated, it says Robert Francis O'Rourke. He was on the Columbia crew team. Robert Francis O'Rourke. Well, okay. that's that's right. I've also so, seen it so say why, Barry Obama before too. Play his game. Let's, yeah. let's call him what he is, Robert Francis O'Rourke. Right. Like like. Earl just corrected me. I, I've also seen it say Barry Scatero before, also. Yeah, Barry. That's, that's what his Columbia ID said. <laughs> exactly right. He was mm-hmm. there. Yep. He was there a couple of years. Uh, he was a couple of years behind me when I went to Columbia. I never saw him once on the campus. You know, if if I did, I didn't recognize. I didn't know who he was, or you know, because he was he he was not. Uh, you could say it, John. You you weren't other you... people and interacted so. John, you were a military man, and you weren't in the pot-smoking crowd. You know that's why you didn't see him. Yeah, that's before I was in the military. I was just a plain old regular student. But uh, but you know when, when they try to teach you the Marx Engels reader, and you read that stuff, and you and you know most people look at that and go, this doesn't make any sense at all because it goes against human nature. Right. At least at least that's what my reaction was to it. Now, unfortunately, now it's it's being you know spoon-fed to everybody and. And, and people are gullible enough to believe it. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. John, listen, uh, Dr. John, let me, let me thank you for, for the surprise call, uh, you know, with, with uh, on-the-spot news. That's, that's wonderful. We always appreciate you having it on the program. What, um, uh, we've only got about a minute left. T- anything new going on with d- doctors responsible gun ownership that we need to know? Uh, we're just uh, str- still trying to get members. We're still, we still have our 2adoc.com. Uh, we have a lot of demand for doctors, but we don't have a lot of doctors signing up. So if you're a two-way friendly doctor, please go to twoadoc.com and uh, sign up. It's free for on both directions, and it'll get you patients. You know, if you if you're uh, a doctor that's two-way friendly, you're, you're going to get some patients out of this thing. Johnny, you know, so let, it's a win-win for everybody. Let's do this. We need to get together and we need to put a commercial. We need to make a commercial up, and we need to put that on the program so we can get that out every day. 
I appreciate that. We'd love to do that. Let's let's do that. We'll get that done. Uh, Folks, uh, uh, Dr. John Adine from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, go to drgo.us, drgo.us, or 2adocs.org, and uh, you can learn more. Uh, no, Dr. Dr. Hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. 2adocs.com, and you can learn more there. Folks, uh, stick around. We'll be back after the break. Deltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. 
Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And that was quite a treat. We had uh, Dr. John Adine call in last uh, segment, and not just to say hello, but... Uh, yeah, give us an update. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how topical is that? We're just talking about it with Mr. Craig Deleuze and... Uh, and uh, and, and Dr. John and the, the other cohorts there from the Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership were just at the Texas State Rifle Association's uh, annual meeting, and they, they had Senator Cruz and Senator Corwin, and uh, and they got the they got the they got the low down the mm-hmm. down the down low, uh, you know the, the the scoop. So they actually asked the senators, and they said, "Not going to happen. Wouldn't be prudent." Well, they maybe they didn't say wouldn't be prudent, but it's not going to happen. Hey, I want to talk with you. We want to talk with you about Venezuela. Hey, Mike, what does Venezuela have to do with my gun rights? Well, I'll tell you what Venezuela has to do with your <laughs> gun rights. I'm glad you asked. A lot. Uh, the, you know, you always hear us say things like, listen, uh, Nazi Germany, uh, you know, Cambodia, Russia. You know, that's the first. You see what happens when gun control happens there. Mm-hmm. Well, Venezuela. We, 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 know, we know what happened in Venezuela. And if you don't, we're going to tell you. Venezuela continues to crumble under the social dictatorship of Preclus President Nicolas Maduro. Some are expressing words of warning and resentment against a six-year-old gun control bill that stripped citizens of their weapons. You remember this? You remember this, folks, when, uh, when uh, then-President uh, Hugo Chavez directed the Venezuelan National Assembly in 2012 that he enacted the Control of Arms, Munitions, and Disarmament Law. Explicit aim to disarm all citizens. Law took effect in 2013. Only with minimal pushback from some pro- Democracy opposition groups, they banned the legal commercial sales of guns and munitions to all except government entities. And every one of us sat down and told you, this is how tyranny starts. Exactly. This is how it, this is how it begins. This is what we see everywhere else. You mentioned, uh, started off talking about this, talking about Russia and Nazi Germany and everything. And unfortunately, time has a lot to do with disassociation oh that was you know 50 70 years ago that's not going to happen now you know we're we're better than that six years yeah no yeah venezuela is the perfect example it can still happen today in this world it's happening right now yes this happened over six years this didn't take 20 or 30 years yeah this took six years and it's happening right now Mm -hmm. looking at some old headlines here uh from from the bbc because if you want headlines that are not totally skewed you know, that's, a, that's a decent place to go looking for. Yeah, unfortunately, we have to go outside of our country to get real I mean, news. I, you know what? I've got some CNN headlines from the last <laughs> week that are just absolutely ri- ridiculous. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what was it? Uh, I think it was a headline I saw you commented what a 
Boeing 77 yeah, yeah. doesn't fly well when the fuel tanks are empty. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's duh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, BBC, this is from June 1st, 2012. Venezuela bans private gun ownership. Venezuela brought a new gun law into effect, which bans the commercial sale of firearms and ammunition. So if you had a permit before that, you could buy, you could get yourself a firearm. You could mm-hmm. defend yourself. You could defend your family. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 22nd of June, 2018, Venezuela crisis. UN says security forces killed hundreds. Still going on now. We see now the government taking the rescue relief supplies, the food, the the medicine, and burning it. Yep. Because guess what? No one has the ability to go there and, 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 and fight for themselves. They took the firearms away from their citizens. Took it away. Chavez initially ran a months-long amnesty program encouraging Venezuelans to trade in their arms for electrical goods because, you know, a microwave oven can save your life when the government comes with AK-47s. I already have a microwave. I don't need one. Oh, well, then you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, that year, there were only 37 recorded voluntary gun surrenders. Yeah, we know. We know that. We know that. We've seen mm-hmm. what's happened in this country when people are told to turn in their high-capacity magazines, standard-capacity magazines, or their bump stocks. You're getting numbers in the zero to one range, <laughs> you know, for voluntary turns, turn-ins. In Venezuela, they did seize a number of them. Oh, yes. 12,500 by force. Mm-hmm. That was just in that first few months. Yep. Former gun store owner inside Venezuela told Fox News he's now been relegated to only selling fishing supplies since the ban. He can't sell any type of weaponry, even a slingshot, and underscored that even BB ammunition and airsoft guns are only issued to police and military officers. What? Huh? Yeah. B- BBs? BBs. And, and airsoft? Yeah. Airsoft guns are, in my opinion, glorified toys. That's it. That's all there. Yeah. Ugh. Punishment for illicitly carrying or selling a weapon is now 20 years behind bars. Wow. I don't know, you know, what other examples do we have to give to you? Earl, you know, gave you a, you know, a brilliant outline uh, as we started this. If you allow your government to take your firearms, and this is, listen, don't, don't be fooled. Universal background checks is all we want. We just need one more law to help us protect. We just want we just want people to be 21 or over. We just want uh-huh. to restrict a few more people from having firearms. Death of a thousand cuts. This is how this occurs. They're going to come at you little by little. You heard uh, Hillary Clinton say it. You heard Eric Holder say it. We're going to take it away one step at a time. You don't eat the elephant in, in one sitting. Yep. Bites. And there's a video floating around of Eric Holder saying on camera, we've got to brainwash yep. the new generation about firearms. Yep. You and I, Mike, are roughly the same age. Our parents grew up before us of, you know, firearms were a daily part of life. Yes. Uh, you and I, yeah, they, they were around. I mean, I remember uh, my parents had to have a little bit of a conference, for lack of a better word, with one of my uh, elementary school teachers because they had said something of, you know, I don't remember now the paperwork of, you know, write down decorations in the home or something. I wrote down gun rack. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it didn't alarm the teachers, but right. it's like, that's what really, what we're, that wasn't what we were really looking for. My, my mom said, hey, it is in our house. Yeah, hey, we got tinsel on it. What do you want from yeah. me? You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, um, like you're saying, generational thing. And we've had in England now mm-hmm. since the early, early 80s. Uh, all form of guns have been, you know, banned. You, there's some weird, you know, r- regulations for, uh, you know, uh, marksmanship or hunting, uh, but they're all kept at the, you know, the, the, the police departments or yes. you know, they're, they're, they're of no use for, for home defense. Right. Uh, so you have a generation, almost a second generation now there that have never 
known the comfort of being able to defend themselves with a firearm. Mm -hmm. And look what's happening in present day England. Yes. We have people getting, uh, it's the knifing, London's the knifing capital of the world now. Uh, you have people throwing acid in each other's faces over there. You have Sharia law running rampant. There, there are, you know, with, I think it has to do with something with the, the Sharia law in, in one of their, their uh, Middle Eastern neighborhoods. Uniformed police officers are being hacked to death with machetes in the middle of the street. And no one, understandably, is stepping forward to stop them because they're unarmed. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is the old saying, you don't take a, don't take a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. Well, these people are not taking their hands to a knife fight. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Is, yeah. is what it is. A, pretty big, much a big blade fight. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the, the guns down there in, in, in Venezuela, uh, and we've seen this since April 2017, almost 200 pro-democracy protesters in Venezuela are mostly with stones. So they, they, came, they came to protest with stones in their hand. Now that's violence. And fo folks, you're, you're, you're not, you know, violence begets violence. You know, you know, it's yeah. so it's, it's when you enter that way, you have to understand it. Listen, our, our country did it. Our country knew that what would happen when you, when you countered, you know, the, the, the English, the British with violence, uh, it worked out for us, yes. we, you know, uh, and so far it's, it's worked pretty good for, you know, the last, uh, you know, couple 200 years. If, if we don't hang together, we will cert certainly hang separately. Exactly right. These 200 protesters shot dead by government forces in brutal retaliation to their call to end the oppressive socialist regime. Are you getting that? They didn't. They didn't get told to go away. They didn't get. Uh, they didn't get. Uh, you know. They didn't get. They didn't get arrested. They got killed. They got killed. You know. We saw this happen under the Obama administration when the uh, the federal the Bureau of Federal Land Management went to the Bundy Ranch. Yes. And said, Hey, you know the cow. You know the, the land that your cows have been grazing on for you know eighty years or whatever it is. Yeah, it's our, ours now, and you violated the law, so we're here to take you all to jail. And citizens came up and said, mm, No. no. No, uh -uh. no. Did they have to fire a shot? No, oh. but you had a couple of veterans. You had a couple of well-trained people sitting up there in Overwatch. You had people legally open carrying, carrying their firearms. And you know what the uh, the Bureau of Land Management did? Okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll address this in court. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is the fight we want. Yeah. I don't think uh -huh. this is the fight we want. What would have happened if they'd been unarmed? Yeah, you'd you'd have had you'd have had uh, you'd have had dead Bundys. You'd, have, you'd, have, yeah. you'd have had dead citizens. You'd have had dead people with rocks you know, that were there to help defend this. It's the great equalizer. It was put into place in our second amendment in our constitution to keep tyranny at bay. Yes. And Venezuela doesn't have that. And here's example. Number one, the second amendment is not about hunting. It is about tyranny. You listen to arms room radio coming to you live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. 
Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. Had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Jeffrey A. Reed died March 2, 2009, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Reed, 23, of Chesterfield, Virginia, was assigned to the 411th Military Police Company, 720th Military Police Battalion, 89th Military Police Brigade, Fort Hood, Texas. He was killed in action in Balad, Iraq, a wound suffered when his vehicle was struck by a grenade in Tuji, Iraq. Reed joined the Army shortly after he graduated high school in 2004, following the example of his older brother, who left college to sign up with the Army after the September 11, 2001 attacks. His father described his son as tenacious, someone who wouldn't back down until he reached his goal. He is also survived by his wife, Ashley. Army Sergeant Jeffrey A. Reed, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Folks, uh, he's, he's true. Listen, if, if you need, uh, if you're in the Central Florida area, in the Florida area, you're out of the out of the Florida and you need a good gun attorney and you want to find somebody and you want a referral, you get a hold of Max Law Orlando and they'll get uh, they'll get that to you. Uh, listen, if you want to hear somebody you know on Fallen Hero, someone you've read about, someone you've, you've met, a relative, whatever it happens to be, public servant, that they, they've fallen in the line of duty, you get a hold of us and uh, we will we would be honored to, to do this segment on them. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. 
Ground control's a major... Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing good. Doing pretty good, sir. How are you? Uh, doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. It's been, been a busy week. Uh, was uh, out at the academy uh, teaching not the cadets, but our future field training officers. So Ooh, uh, running okay. through the, uh, the FTO course. So that was pretty good. Uh, I, I would like to say if we can... Uh, uh, all my brothers and sisters in blue uh, down here in the South Florida area, uh, keep your thoughts and prayers for the Boynton Beach police officer who was struck by a car while engaged in a foot pursuit. Wow. Uh, he is he's in serious condition in the hospital, but he is showing signs of improvement. So any thoughts, prayers, good karma, anything like that, uh, that y'all feel to send his way would be very much appreciated. Yes, yes, th- 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 just everything. Everything we can do for him. Everything we can do. Um, that's that's horrible during a foot pursuit. Well, I mean, it's just horrible no matter when, but it, it just, you know, while while trying to put the bad guy away for have to have to, to have something like that happen is, is it makes it yeah, think a little know, bit more. It's not always gunfire. It's not always a shootout. You know, here this guy was, you know, to you know major metropolitan areas. He's in foot pursuit, trying to uh, do what he can and uh, you know apprehend the bad guy. And uh, you know, unfortunately, it, somebody who was driving along and. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, there, probably. So everything's preliminary right now. We don't know exactly what was going on, but you know, either way, we had an officer, uh, an officer get hurt, and uh, right. just out there trying to do his job. Yeah, horrible, horrible stuff. But you, you do have another story for us. I, again, uh, thoughts and prayers to that officer. You do have some other information you want to forward to us. Yes, yes, uh, uh, I do. Uh, you know, let's uh, jump on the old Google Earth there, and uh, let's uh, just go right up the road a little bit, and then let's hang on left. Uh, not mm-hmm. at Albuquerque. We're not nope. going to go that far, but nope. Huntsville, Alabama. There you go. Uh, you know, and it was a, a few weeks ago I talked about, uh, I had the story about uh, uh, people here in Florida weaponizing burritos yep. and using <laughs> those, uh, using those uh, for domestic violence. Uh, well, I guess Alabama heard my story, and they wanted to say, well, wait, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer, Florida. <laughs> hold my beer. Yay, it's not Florida, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally it's not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, the Huntsville police officer, uh, Gerald Johnson, was, was on his meal break uh, at the Meteor Buffet there in beautiful Huntsville, Alabama. Mm. And, uh, you know, you get you get a, a good food for a great value. You know, you, you get the all you can eat plate for a little over ten bucks. Hey, and, that sounds good. Uh, you know, he's listen. He's on his break. He's just trying to grab something to eat. Yeah. Well, I guess on this particular uh, this particular day, everybody was standing in line because it was crab leg day. You know. Mm. Uh, well, they ran out of crab legs, so Uh-oh. people were waiting in line. It's all right, folks. You know, calm down. We'll we'll, we'll get you some more crab legs. Well, evidently, they were waiting in line for about, what reports say, about 10 or 20 minutes. God forbid. Uh, That's not that long. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> well, when things got heated, I, I know it's, it's hard to imagine, but people got upset because they couldn't get, you know, their crab legs. You know, now, I don't know if it's blue crab, Alaskan king crab, uh, whatever it is, if you watch Deadliest Catch, I'm sure there's, you know, Ophelios, Ophelios, yeah, yeah, came yeah, off yeah. one of those boats. Yep. But, uh, first world problems right there, sir. That's what it is. First world problems. World problems. So, uh, people started getting upset and getting, uh, getting, getting, uh, heated up. 
And uh, then when the crab legs came out, people were taking more than what others thought was their fair share. Hmm. Well, <laughs> they got upset and began to fight. Well, they armed themselves with the tongs from <laughs> the buffet. Do, do you think they made and the clicking noise with them when they first got them to make got, sure they worked? The little a, test fires? Well, got a test click. Could be, you know, and, and I think, now, I, I can't confirm this, but I think somebody actually said, on guard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if those were king crabs, I'd have picked up one of them. Those, those things are weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, all the people started fighting, plates started getting thrown. <laughs> you know, it was, it, for those of you who remember Animal House, you know, in the cafeteria there. <laughs> food the fight! Food fight broke out. Yeah, food fight broke out. Well, one particular customer, John Chapman, and his assailant, Chiquita Jenkins, not like Chiquita Bananas. No, no, that's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's this, different. This is, it's the same, but different. That's it, that's it. Um, Don't put a banana in my tailpot. <laughs> well, yeah, they got into it really good, and, uh, uh, you know, old Chiquita Jenkins there uh, put the, the whooping on John Chapman. Where my crab legs at? <laughs> yeah, well... You know, Mr. Chapman suffered a cut to his head. Yeah, but Jenkins not harmed, but they were both arrested. Uh, Chapman was charged with disorderly conduct, and Jenkins was charged with third degree assault. You know, it, 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 when you think things can't get sillier uh, than they already are, then you know they do. Do Do you think uh, while they're waiting for the police, they 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 had to, they ate the crab legs, or was it just like a rumble until they got there and they had to be broken up? Well, I don't know, because, you know, the, the Hunter officer was there, so, you know, he intervened. Right, right, but, true. You know, not before, you know, it was, you know, mayhem and chaos yeah, and yeah. bedlam. Yeah, you know, dogs and cats living together and... Mass you know, hysteria. Yeah, you know, lobsters and crabs just falling from lobsters, the sky. Yeah, <laughs> you know, somebody dumped the butter sauce, I'm not I'm not sure why, but... Ah, you know, just, it burns. It got bad. <laughs> it got bad. Wow. Well, you know what? That's Alabama. Um, I'm listen. I'm willing to bet that uh, one of the people involved was was from Florida. Shut up. <laughs> you know, it's close by. It's close by. You know, and uh, well, and, there is the proximity there. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. You know, and we know uh, we know Kevin is from Alabama, from Green, Greenbow, from Greenbow, Alabama. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it's quite possible. It's quite possible there could have been some uh, some cross Alabama Florida bloodline feud going on at the crab joint <laughs> or at the meteor meteor diner. Uh-huh. So. Well, you know, and, and obviously, I, I, I'm wondering if anybody from NASA was there. Oh, you know? it is Hunts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Huntsville is Rocket City, USA. Mm, that's right. That's right. I think that they can get that. Yeah, very true. Very true. I wonder if um, you think they get a discount there at the Meteor? It's the Meteor, right? It's called the Meteor now yeah, that you mentioned that. The yeah. Meteor Buffet. Yeah. That's right. It's, you know, it, it could be. NASA, you know? NASA always gets uh, you know, free crab legs on launch day, something like that. Well, it. we did have a launch uh, very early this morning. Yes, the old, the old, old SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent the dummy uh, to outer space, and I'm not talking about uh, Alexandra uh, Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> well, <laughs> she is fully qualified. Yeah, oh yeah, she's fully qualified to be a dummy. That's that's the truth right there. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so she, she could have gone. Uh, well, Major Bill, thank you for coming to us with, a, with another exciting edition of Food as a Weapon. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and please, sir, stay safe down there. Absolutely, guys. And all of my brothers and sisters in blue out there, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your stick, always going at the end of your shift. You're with Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. You guys will see you right after the break. 
The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issue? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. It's it's up just like that, Earl. It just it just happens. What? Just just rolls, just rolls right on through. We uh, we Man. end up uh, we end up with uh, you know nine stories left to go, and we got uh-huh. one segment. So what I think we're going to do is do two sentences from each story and let you. Try and figure them out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we're going to give you a little story here, which uh, we're going to we're going to roll into some. Uh, well, we're surprised how we're going to roll it into, but I'm going to give you this story first. And this is this isn't something I'd normally expect from uh, from Major Bill, but uh, we're going to we're going to bring this back around nicely for some training purposes. We'll, we'll say there like we go. Yeah, every you know, it's it's quite easy to take a bad situation. Right. And turn it into a training scenario. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's it's pretty simple. Pretty simple to do. 
especially when you've got examples like this. Yeah. Officer fleeing rabid fox shoots himself in the chest. Now, the way I read that story was the fox shot himself in the chest because <laughs> that's how it that's how it's written you know but uh, you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with what they really meant police say an officer running away from a rabid fox in a hudson valley village accidentally shot himself in the chest this is uh an upstate new york there in, uh, in warwissing new york authorities say the 24 year old ellenville police officer harold nunovero was struck while responding to a report about the fox in the village on Tuesday morning. It sounded like a kid's book, The Fox in the Village. Are <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys going to watch Fox in the Village tonight? Oh, man, I can't wait. It's my favorite. <laughs> the new episode. Village police chief, Philip Matricione, says the animal charged at Nunavero. Did they, they just making up names up there? Is that what this is? I mean, I not, to make, not to make fun, but, you know, chief... Chief police, uh, police chief there, Philip Matricione, said the animal charged at Nunavero, and he tried to jump over a nearby fence. But his foot got caught, and he flipped over. Oh, okay. okay. All right. We've all, we've all gone over the fence the wrong way once or yeah, twice, you yeah. know. Um, as long as you don't rip your pants, you're fine, you know. Um, Nunavero's gun went off as he landed and struck the officer's bulletproof vest. Okay. Okay, we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that because you and I are both going to back. Let me, let me get the rest of the story out. Yeah, yeah. And we're coming, we're coming right back there, mm-hmm. I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, another officer shot and killed the fox while Nunavero was on the ground. Okay. Uh, Nunavero was later taken to a hospital for treatment and released. Police Chief Matricione said the officer's bulletproof vest, without question, saved his life. Okay, okay. Jump, so he, jumping back. He shot himself in the chest in, in his vest. In his vest. So, in his okay. vest. Okay. Okay. He's going to be sore. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Nunavero's gun went off as he landed and struck the officer's bulletproof vest. Okay, Earl, you get it first. Because you made you, you put your hand up, you get it first. <laughs> so he was he had his gun out in his hand and then decides to try and jump over a fence. Yes. Yes, okay. That's we're, we're gonna call this uh, uh, pro tip number one. Uh-huh. Okay. Don't be climbing nothing with your gun in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is for you folks also. You know, you know, you don't have to be a police officer running from the rabid fox in the village. <laughs> you know, don't be don't don't be climbing nothing with your gun in your hand. Now, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, you know, no law enforcement experience or training or anything like that. But okay, I'm I'm looking at he was concerned enough that he had his had his ser- service firearm out, whether he was planning on dispatching the the animal or not, right. or you know, protection or dispatching the animal. The animal charges him. Why was not using his firearm for that intended purpose his first choice? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the fox got the drop on him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, you know, he, the angle wasn't right. The, yeah, the people uh, behind. I don't, that I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, when I read that sentence, uh, Nunavero's gun went off as he landed and struck the officer's bulletproof vest. I had two initial thoughts. Okay. One was maybe he dropped it and it's a SIG and it just went off. They, they fixed that. Because it's written that way. Like, it's written that way like the gun just went off. The gun yeah, went off. It yeah. says the gun went off. And we know that guns just don't go off. Right. Unless uh, they're six. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, they fixed that for, for those that heard about the recall and sent their guns in. Yeah. The second is, uh, y- yes, this, this guy fell and he probably had his gun in his hand. Again, we're, we're going to second guess. I'm gonna, we're going to second guess. We're going to give you pro tips. going to give you some Monday morning quarterback here based on what we know from our previous past and experience or training and experiences. I'll tell you from what I've seen, 
as a trainer and, and, and being somebody that's carried firearms for many, many years and done a lot of training, mm-hmm. worked in, in, in many different kinds of uniforms. If you have your firearm in your hand, your rifle in your hand, whatever it is, your shotgun when you're out hunting, and you fall, your body still reacts like it's falling. Mm-hmm. The body tenses up. Now, I'm not saying Officer Nunavero had his finger on the trigger. That's not what I'm saying. I have no idea. Can't tell you that whatsoever. I can tell you that if his fig- finger was along the side of the firearm, where it should have been until he's ready to pull the trigger, and then somebody comes up to you and your whole body tenses, well, that includes your trigger finger, and yep. it comes back into a grip. So you go to grip the gun tighter as you're falling because you're trying to maintain possession of it, because you're trying to protect yourself as you fall, and that, 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 what is the, the booger switch, the bang switch, the booger hook will hit the bang switch because it curls uh-huh. up into it. Yep. The trigger finger will curl, and guess where it's going to curl into? Yeah. Into the trigger right. well, yep. and it's going to go off. I've seen this in real life, not only in training, but in real life. I remember an exterior building search, walking around a building in the middle of the night. It was everything but you know scary you know Halloween noises going on, <laughs> all right? It was one of those kind of calls. Okay. And uh, a, a fellow law enforcement protector that I was with, happened to step into about a foot square hole that was about six inches deep. Okay. But just enough so when the foot didn't touch ground, the body tensed and he started to fall. Oh, yeah. And you know what he did? Tightened his whole body, including that trigger finger, which was not on the trigger, but it came back and popped around into the ground. Yeah. Fortunately, it was into the ground. Yes, yes. Uh, Not into a vest. I mean, this is, you know, very strange how this happens, Um, which makes me think the SIG scenario because if he's got it and he's holding it and he's pointing it away, I, I don't know. Or maybe maybe he's, you know, one arm's up in the air and side. Well, it's kind of weird yeah, to get you yeah. shoot yourself in a vest like that. But Well, I mean, he, he, he got his foot caught, flipped over. You know, yeah. if, if the, the gun's in his hand, I'm going to assume right-handed, you know, right. you know, laws of probability. You'd be right 90% of the time if you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it's one thing to jump over, you know, do a cool guy. One-handed, off the yeah. fence, both feet right, come, yeah. flipping over. Yeah. And, Cross the hood of the and, Grand Torino. Yeah, you know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But you know, catches a foot, and now he's he's balled up and wadded around. And yeah, yeah. It, it could be easy that you know the, the his handgun could get pointed at himself. So here's the pro tips we want to give you: Don't be jumping nothing with a gun in your hand. Yeah. Don't be climbing anything with a gun in your hand. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything except being prepared to shoot with a gun in your hand. Yes. Okay. Uh, be aware. That your body is going to tense when you're in a violent situation, uh, whether that's falling down or getting hit, you're, you're, it's going to happen. Train to react to a pain stimuli. And yes. I, I don't mean take a bullet. I mean, uh, put your gun in your holster and, uh, and, and have your buddy stand behind you on the line and slap you between the shoulder blades or something. So you're like, oh, what is that? And, and react to that. Don't shoot your buddy. Shoot the target. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, have your controls in place. Understand that if you fall, go ahead, you know, get, get on your knees and lean forward. See if you don't put your hands in front of you as oh, yeah. you try and catch yourself. All right. That's what's going to happen. Do it with your car keys in your hand. You know what's going to happen? The hand that doesn't have your car keys in your hand is going to open up to, to stop your fall. The hand with your car keys in your hand is going to hold your car keys tighter because you do what the, that's what the body does. It's, it's going to continue its, for, its motion before the action occurred. So try it. Try it. Don't try it with a gun in your hand. Try it with your keys in your hand. Try it, try it like that. Try it, you're going to protect is what you're going to do. 
when there's something in your hand, and this is what happened here. So what we're telling you is, don't be shoot, moving, and communicating if the gun's in your hand, all right? Secure that firearm. You're not a policeman. And if you are a policeman, you shouldn't be jumping over things with that firearm in your hand. You should take cover and call for backup. I know there's a rabid fox coming at you. Kick the fox, all right? <laughs> it's better than a bullet to the chest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, know, you should be wearing pants and some protective shoes anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll let and, you finish it, Earl. I'm saying, by all means, we're, we're not knocking the officer. No, no. Just um, teaching points. That's yeah. All. We're just trying to, you know, it, it may sound like we're making fun of him or, you know, armchair quarterbacking everything he did wrong. Uh, it's just so this doesn't happen again. And it doesn't happen with a possible worse outcome. Listen, I can tell you, in, in all my years, I've never ever thought of training for a rabbit fox scenario. Yeah, okay, it's going yeah. to happen. We, we, I've never seen this before. Yeah, write, you know, write it down. This one's in the book. Yeah. Okay, you know, here's this situation. Yep. Handle it this way. Exactly right. Folks, thanks for joining us this week. We will be back for you next week with more program. But until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel, even for foxes. <laughs> the Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, Curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.